Welcome to another edition, an episode of The Greatest Song You Never Heard, an episode that is going to touch on a song that most people have never heard, Hmm. but are going to be kicking themselves when they hear it because it's like, how did I not hear this? We are a podcast that goes deep Mm. into those cuts. Deep. Deep. Whether it's the artist, the song, or both, we don't know. I am Phil Anderson. Across from me is Chris Cochran. Chris, how's your 2021 going so far? Well, can we start with the use of your word another? Another? Yes. It was just another that I wanted to stretch. Mm, mm. It was the way we do things sometimes. I figured I'd call it out for any of our listeners do. Uh, but so far, my 2021 is um, swell. Swell. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, so this this isn't a podcast that we really, we don't go in with a lot of information what the other person is going to bring. So Chris has brought a song today from deep in his archives. Mm-hmm. And he claims that they're... Uh, I mean, there are going to be things about this song that might upset people, maybe, right? That is very true. That's very true. Okay. And uh, I don't know what those things are. He he said, just before we sat down to hit record, he says, so this... No, actually, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, I haven't even got a lyric sheet. It's that raw. So I'm going to tell you a couple things uh, for this week's song. Number one, uh, there is a cuss word or two in this song. Uh, so if you are a listener who are sensitive to vernacular of such then you might want to skip this episode when people are fucking swearing it pisses me off okay (laughs) now we have to put the explicit tag on our podcast uh the other side of this too is this is going to expand and really challenge phil uh Mm. because it's a style of music i guarantee he doesn't like (laughs) oh really yes you can just throw that guarantee like that i well i can guarantee you don't know me well enough uh, it's going to be pretty close to you not liking it but i will tell you this this album that this song comes from is literally one of my Desert Island discs. I would listen to this song if I had 10, if in my top 10, 15. Really? There's not a single song on the album I don't love. Really? That, yes. And that says something because it used to be albums were, were created. You're like, okay, this is our hit. This is the song we're releasing. Let's put a bunch of crap right. out there so we can sell the album because people will buy the album for the song. Right. In this day and age doesn't matter anymore That's correct so are you ready for this week's uh, greatest song you never heard well real quick yes because we've been drinking a beer yes what's the beer do you like it oh uh today we're drinking a sofa king uh sofa king fresh so it's a fresh hot beer from payette brewing uh in and Southern he didn't Idaho. swear he didn't swear no, sofa king, king that's right uh from payette brewing uh, in honor of today's cuss word song there first go. ever <laughs> It's Sofa King. (laughs) There we go. Now I'm ready. All right, let's do it.
First of all, you couldn't be more wrong. Really? That, no, I don't know the artist in the song. But this is, my guess, this came straight out of the 80s. I was going to say mid to late 80s. That's my guess. Um, Just stylistically speaking, I hear punk all over this. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, The music is louder than the singing which makes you stretch to hear the words which is probably why we didn't have to put a disclaimer and so i ruined everything <laughs> by throwing an f-bomb down at the beginning and and even the censors who said but you said sofa king mm. yeah that was the mm-hmm. beer we we're drinking it's so spell it out right but the f-bombs in this song were hardly even something you could hear now it was a good song. You liked it? Yeah, I'm thinking I need to put this on my mowing the lawn playlist. Oh, because this would this this gets you going. This gets your blood flowing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's also interesting um, as we drive these different episodes. Uh, one person always goes in with an intimate knowledge of the music. Yes. The other person goes in with the exact opposite. This is a first time. Correct. Listen, right. So I'm watching Chris, and he's got all he knows all the words. He knows where the uh, the stops are. There's yep. a lot of stops, and I loved at the at the end of this song where it slows down, mm. and, and the whole thing about hold your breath. Right? I'm like, I was thinking we're gonna end the song with. Mm. Is it, that's yeah. I was thinking it could go that way, but I really like the way it slowed. Down at the end. Yes. Because the entire song was not slow at all. Nope. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say the name of the song is I Hold My Breath. And it's going to be wrong. That's correct. (laughs) Correct. You are wrong. (laughs) Thank you for uh, clarifying. Uh, I have no idea of the artist. Um, 
my 80s repertoire of punk is very superficial so okay well that's devo right (laughs) that wouldn't well devo was new wave not punk but that doesn't matter anyway because this song is not from the 80s uh this song is actually from 2016 four years ago four years ago it's from an album called uh teenage angst is that right Teens of Denial. I'm sorry. I forgot the title of my Desert Island disc that I love so much. That you love so much. Uh, yeah. It's called uh, Teens of Denial is the name of the album. It's from a band called Car Seat Headrest. Now, I'm going to qualify this because Car Seat Headrest is one of those bands that there is a certain percentage of people on this planet who are like rabid Car Seat Headrest fans. So it's not well, we like... we know that's going to happen. Yes. We, uh, this... this Song doesn't pertain to you. But if you regularly listen to indie music, you've probably heard this song. Right. Uh, but uh, the this song actually came from uh, the Teens of Denial album, which is one of my Desert Island discs. Uh, the lead singer of this band, this band is very interesting because they started out in Leesburg, Virginia, moved to Seattle, actually. Wow. I didn't pick this song for that reason. Um, and I didn't even know they were from Seattle when I heard the song for the first time. Uh, but they moved to Seattle and formed a band. Will Toledo is the lead singer. He's gone on to do a bunch of solo work that's more EDM and um, like uh, atmosphere style music. Um, they did a re- an album last year, uh, the Car Seat Headrest did, that wasn't anywhere near as good as this. This may be their seminal work uh, so far. Uh, but the reason that I love this song so much is, well, first let me ask you, what did you like or dislike about this song? Tell me your thoughts about it other than just the, the beat and the... Well, I, it's funny you say that because that the very first thing I would say is the beat. Hmm. So this song actually drives you. Sometimes songs make it too difficult. They make you think too much. This one doesn't make you think. This one is like, this is what we're doing. Strap, strap in. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to drive this home. And I like that. And I like the... The movement, which is dun, 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 stop, dun, 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 stop. And so that's pretty cool. Mm. I, I did like that. Uh, but this just, as, as we were listening, I just think of Garth, um, in, whatever, the Wayne's world, and they're oh, sitting in, sar- Garth in the car, and you know, throwing their, Garth and Wayne, throwing their head, right, to the Bohemian Rhapsody or whatever it was. But just this sort of song where you're just like, pound, 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 pound. Uh, this one doesn't make any excuses. This is what you're getting. Yes. Shut up and enjoy. So part of the reason this is one of my favorite or songs. I should say, and, actually, I should say, stay the F down. Stay the F down. There's <laughs> there's a couple things about this song that appeal to me. And part of the reason I think it's one of the greatest songs uh, that most people have never heard. Number one, it's a style of music that's probably not making on a top 40 pop radio anytime soon. Put that aside for a second. Um this is one of those songs that when you listen to it the first time, what you just described is exactly what you get out of it. When you listen to it the 10th time, there's a depth to the lyrics in this song that just really, really appealed to me. And in fact, um, I got really into this song and listened to it nonstop for about two weeks, believe it or not. And it was the only thing I listened to for about two weeks. And I sent it to my two of my kids. This song? This song. Okay. Yeah, not just the album, this song. Right. Um, and I sent it to my kids and I said, hey, I'm trying to figure out the, the chorus of this song is... You have no right to be depressed. You haven't tried hard enough to like it. You haven't even seen enough of this world yet. But it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. And and I'm listening to the lyrics and then I'm going like, so who is, is this author of this lyric um, advocating people who are depressed 
are basically pansies and just haven't like they're a bunch of whiny spoiled kids or is the author of this talking about the irony of people who think that way so I send it off to my kids and I go hey help me out with this and and once in a while um it one of my kids will come up with this is not once in a while they're like really smart kids right, but right. my daughter texted me back and she goes dad this isn't either one of those this is the author singing to himself about how he feels oh. about the world yeah. And when you think about it from the perspective of you haven't, you have, you don't have any right to be depressed. You haven't even tried yet. Haven't seen enough of the world. And, but it hurts. It hurts. Meaning the more that you see of the world, the harder the world is. Stop your whining. Try again. This is the self-talk that the average person goes through in their own mind. And then at the end, when he talks about, I mean, he's a rock star, right? And so he talks about, I see signs from the cops saying, stay the F down. I see signs from the audience. I hear signs from God. And it's this whole personal reflection on how so many people in life feel like somebody or something in the universe is pressing down on them and just going, your life is a piece of flaming pile of garbage. Stay down. And you combine that with that beat and the harmonies that are super raw and super intertwined and the chorus where they're singing over top of each other with alternating lines. Right. This just spells to me like, this is such a freaking great song. I don't understand why more people don't. I, why wasn't this a top 20 hit? Accomplish more, accomplish nothing. If I were split in two, I would just... Take my fists so I can beat up the rest of me. Yes. Right? Yes. That starts making a lot better sense. You have no right to be depressed. You haven't tried hard enough to like it. Haven't seen enough of this world yet. But damn, it hurts. Isn't that like great? I think that your daughter is exactly right. I think it it is the person who wrote this song is really writing it to himself. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't all take a little bit of that. Because there's a whole world of self-pity going on right absolutely. now. Absolutely. And there's a fine line between mental health and all that. I'm not saying anything about no, that. No, absolutely. But there, <laughs> sometimes it's really easy just to say, woe is me. Yep. Yeah, shut the F up. Yep. And get to work. Yep. And so I, it's, that's why I feel like this is one of the greatest songs uh, no one's ever heard. You know what we're going to have, Chris? Um, as we move into this year, I'm going to create a... The greatest song you never heard playlist. Oh, great idea! On Spotify, of all the songs that we have actually published, it's a great idea. Yeah, and so, um, admittedly, not everyone's going to make it because not everyone is on Spotify, but we'll get most of them there. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, so that people can refer back and listen to, and and we may do the same thing. Absolutely, uh, greatest song you never heard, Phil. Would you please <laughs> tell us? If you can, from your memory and or you're searching right now on your computer, where people can find us online outside of this podcast, should they want to interact with us? And I think we do want people to interact with yes, us. Yes, we do. Yes, please comment, uh, like, share, follow, all of the above. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at G-S-Y-N-H podcast uh, on Facebook, The Greatest Song You Never Heard. And uh, com is our website. And... We do want to know. We do want to see engagement. And we would like conversation. You will get both of us commenting on uh, some questions you have. Not only that, send us some voicemail. If you have uh, a way to record yourself and just shoot it over to us, we will play that on the show. And we will. Because you've done that before. You know how to do it. I totally do know (laughs) how to do it. Until next week. Yes. Where we will actually unveil another of those songs. The greatest song you've never heard. 
Have an awesome week. We'll see you next time.